Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. MrQuickPick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. You've lost that driving feeling. Oh, that driving feeling. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiation Bible style. See the USA in your Chevrolet. America is asking you to call. Here come the Dutch boys. Those good guys are back. With a look in their eye. They mean business this time. Wayne, this summer to try to beat the heat. Just like you said, I get up early <laughs> before it gets hot. I'm at work now getting taken care of things I can do, and I lived in Lake Havasu for a while, so this really isn't hot. Oh, wow. I understand. But I do, you know, I do auto body, and I was wondering how I get hooked up with possibly helping people with their vehicles to get them to pass inspection or Oh, well, like you, there, I have, that is an awesome question, Wayne. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see the Jesus Labor Love tab, which is car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis. There is a, a, a tab there, or you'll see it as a, a link that you can click if you want to uh, volunteer in any way, shape, or form, or just send me an email with your information. I will get in touch with you, believe me. We need all the volunteers we can get, and it's such a blessing to be able to be part of these stories sometimes. So please, Wayne. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful you called in today. God bless you. I love it. Well, yeah, what's your email? My email address oh, is, and I'd give it out to anybody, anytime. It is R. Dilmore. That's my name, Robbie Dilmore. So it's R as in Robbie, then Dilmore, D as in David, I-L-M-O-R-E, at WTRU, which is the main radio station we're on. WTRU, or our flagship station, we're on 40 stations, but WTRU.com. All right, we'll do. I'll let you get back to your other callers, and God bless. Have yep. a great day. You too, Wayne. Thank you so much. We got Susan is in Maryville, Washington this morning, and she thinks she can name that noise. Susan, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. And I think it's the AC condenser. 
You are exactly right. <laughs> I wish you could see my my uh, <laughs> producer right this second. He is very excited that you got that. But <laughs> what it is, is you're right. There's pressure on one side of the condenser, and then it's got to leak off to the other side. And so there's just a hiss. It's normal, right? You've, yeah. heard, you've heard it before in your car. You shut it off. You're walking out your yeah. car, and you hear this strange hiss. And you're like, what in the world is that? Well, right. you got a high pressure side and a low pressure side, and they when you turn your car off, that valve lets it equalize. Yeah. Thank you, Susan. God bless you. You're a winner. Well, we want to hear your secrets on how to beat the heat, and of course, we'd love your comments, questions, anything you got this morning on the five tips to buy a good, cheap used car, or anything else. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. So much more, Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. because, you know, she did have a super stock red Dodge, kind of like <laughs> old red, you know, Kim, if, if you think about it. But anyway, how do you beat the heat? We would love to hear your secrets. 866-348-7884. A little later, we're going to talk about the five secrets of buying a good or finding and buying a good cheap used car. And, of course, our appraisal by the Real Black Book, what steals grace or what? eats away at the heart of grace. We're going to be getting to that. But along the these, uh, you know, ideas on how to beat the heat, the one thing that, that I would talk about, and I promised an explanation about Jim Sock's smell in your car at the same time that Kim said may be his son in the car, but <laughs> or mine. But understanding your air conditioning controls is absolutely huge in beating the heat this summer. And it also is huge in just maintaining the smell inside your car. And I'll tell you why, that there is a button or a lever that has to do with recirculating the air or taking outside air and using it to cool. And understanding how to use that button, how to use your control, really can help you beat the heat, but also will help you maintain a fresh smell in your car. The simple thing is that in order for the air conditioner to fully function when the temperature outside is over 80 degrees, it wants to cool rather than 80 degree or 90 degree or 95 degree air outside the car. It's a whole lot easier to cool off the air that's inside your car that's already somewhat cool because if the air is like 78 degrees and you want to get it down to 75, it's a whole lot easier than taking 95 degree air and bringing it down to 78. So by hitting the recirculation button, which again, they're going to recirculate the air inside the car, it's a whole lot easier for your air conditioner to cool off your car by using that button. Of course, when it's cooler outside, you don't necessarily need that button. Or when you first take off, one of the ways to beat the heat is not to have it on max AC or recirculation when you first take off. Because you get out in your car, it's been sitting out in the heat, and inside your car is hotter than outside the car, then this is no time to have it on maximum air conditioning because it's trying to cool off air that's 103 degrees that's inside your car. So what I always suggest is people roll down the windows all the way, drive the first quarter of a mile, especially with those vans that you can pop the rear quarter windows, and you can suck the hot air right out of the van, 
you know, bring in as much fresh air as you possibly can into the car through not using maximum, but using outside air. And then once you've got the air in the car, at least down to the temperature outside, then switch to maximum. Now, here's the thing. The reason why your car begins to smell like gym socks or, you know, one of the issues there is there's bacteria all over the place. And especially in the condenser where, where the air actually gets cooled off inside the air conditioning system, there's a condenser and that thing is often wet because it's cold. And so the air touches it and it condenses and you get water and you know that water that drains out of your car during the summer. Well, that water loves to grow bacteria, mold, those kind of things. Well, a little known secret is that regular old outside air, God's way of purifying air, has antibacterial agents in it. In other words, fresh air will help kill the bacteria and mold. So when you are using outside air to try to cool your car off, like when you first start off, that is actually like putting a (laughs) disinfectant into your system to help kill the bacteria. Or later on at night when the temperature cools off, if you'll use outside air through the system, it'll begin to, to disinfect the car. Of course, you can always spray some Lysol in there or they even make things you can buy at a parts store to help kill the bacteria. But it's really better for your car and all around is anytime you can use outside air to use outside air because it's a natural disinfectant and it will keep that stuff from stinking up your car. So one of the big secrets in the whole air conditioning thing is to use outside air as much as possible. That stuff is a natural disinfectant and will do that. Now, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see I took pictures of lots of different air conditioning controls so you could see kind of what I'm talking about. The control I'm talking about usually looks like a little car with an arrow. And there's one arrow that kind of circulates inside the car. And there's another arrow that shows coming out of the car into the car. Well, that's the recirculation button versus outside air coming into the car. And that's how they do that. Other cars, they use max AC, like Honda uses max AC for years. GMs use that word. Max AC meant the same thing. They're going to they're gonna recirculate. So you don't want to use max. You don't want to use recirculate when the temperature outside is under 80 degrees or when you first take off when the air inside the car is so hot you can't possibly cool it of course you can use other ideas and i would love to hear your ideas 866-348-7884-866-34 truth if you have any questions along those lines something i didn't make clear or maybe something else you would like to ask by all means you call us 866-348-7884 i didn't want to speak to the jesus labor love that's our car repair for single moms, widows, families in crisis. And we had really an unusual week. I I don't know that I can remember any time where we had as many requests as we've had this week. And it was kind of a difficult week. Anyway, as you know, I lost my mom and, and these requests are coming in. Well, one of the big things in the Jesus labor love, one of the needs that we have is we have this amazing prayer team. And we, we have about six or seven people. Unfortunately, is all we've ever had sign up, but we use every one of them. Um, and again, I, I gave out my email earlier. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and see where we're asking all the time for prayer, need, for prayer warriors for the Jesus labor love. Because as soon as I get one of these requests, the very first thing I do before I do anything else is send it out to the prayer team so that we could have people praying for the applicant and for the need. Well, one of my biggest all-time warriors that 
kept up with this stuff like you wouldn't believe was my mom. And, you know, she went to be with the Lord. So I'm really hoping that you may be the person that God replaces my mom with. <laughs> you know, that I need, literally, this is, this is, we can do more for praying for these people than almost anything else. In fact, more than anything else we can do by asking God to come intervene into their situation, whatever that may be. And what an honor it is to see these requests. So not only do you get to be on the team where you see the request, but you also get to see the sheet to see what actually happens. In fact, it was my mom's idea that she needed a way to know, well, when do I stop praying for the people? So she created a way where we have a Google spreadsheet that shows all the people that are praying exactly what the process is on all the applicants. And so she kept me accountable for all that stuff. (laughs) But anyway, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com to find out more about that. We got more coming up on the Jesus Labor Love, more tips on how to buy a good cheap used car and your way to beat the heat. So call us 866-348-7884. She's real fine, my 409. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. We're beating the heat today in the middle of the summer. What are your secrets to beating the heat? Of course, we've got some updates on our Jesus Labor Love car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And we're going to get to some good ideas on how to find a good, cheap used car here in a minute, but one thing I wanted to say, I, I really misspoke a while ago when I said WTRU was a main station that we are on. Actually, WTRU was the first station we are on. I would say that the station you're listening to is the main station that we're on because we are blessed by every single affiliate that carries the show. There are online people that carry the show, online radio stations that carry it, stream it, podcasts, all that stuff. Wherever you're listening to it, we are so blessed and so thankful for the people that um, support us that way. And I, you know, by all means, they're all the main people. So I, I want to thank everybody out there for taking part in that. But along the lines of the Jesus labor love, I wanted to share some of these needs because it just seems like we got overwhelmed and immediately almost all our financial resources went out. And, and of course, all the labor love um, centers that you that we use, they all, you know, we we can only knock on the door so many times because, you know, they're all got cars in the shop now because we had so many come in. And, and again, I would point out if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you look at the Jesus Labor Love tab there, you're going to see all the car centers that participate in this. So maybe if you're looking for a, a good Christian or somebody to work on your car, these people that are volunteering to help the single moms, widows and families in crisis, I, I work with them all the time. These are wonderful people and I totally support them in any way that I can you know, with paying customers that obviously uh, would benefit them and give them the ability to continue to help these single moms and widows. But here's some of these requests. I just feel like I need to share these so that if God puts it on your heart to go to Jesus Labor Love and donate or anything else along those lines, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. But here you go. I have a car that keeps messing up. This is from this. I got this request this morning. This is from a lady. She said, I have a car that keeps messing up. I keep putting money in it to fix it, and I have no more money. I finally found a job past Tuesday, and I'm scared that my car is going to get me fired because I can't make it to work. I have two kids and have been stuck on the side of the road too many times. If I could get help, I would so appreciate it. I've replaced my starter in Solenoid three times, and I have to beat on it now to get it to start. I mean, those are the kind of things we face. Here's one my husband passed away unexpectedly on November 3rd. 
I have three daughters. He had no life insurance. I, you know, she has got a Ford Focus that needs a transmission. Currently, we're trying to find that we actually found a transmission. We think maybe somebody's going to donate that to us, but we have $500 in labor on top of the person donating half the labor in order to try to get her helped. Here's one. I'm five months pregnant with a baby boy. My boyfriend and I work all the time, but don't make much money. And they do the best that they can. They, they put their car in the shop. It's a 92 Buick LeSabre. So this is what we're seeing a lot of times. Here's a single mom with a 91 Cadillac. You know, these cars, and she needs an alternator wire. They, I have lists and lists of them. The point being that we have needs. And the biggest need that we have really is to supplement our prayer team. Because I know if, if God gets involved in this, he's going to meet all these needs. And so I'd ask you prayerfully, ask God, do you want to join the prayer team? Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and click on the Jesus Labor Love. You'll see ways that you can take part in that. Again, anybody can always just email me if they want to take part in any way, shape, or form. I would love to, to engage them however they may can do that. And again, my email is rdilmore, D-I-L-D as in David, I-L-M-O-R-E at W-T-R-U dot com. So we got all kinds of stuff, people, all sorts of folks calling in with stuff. So I'm going to go to Brad, who is in who's from Raleigh, but he's in Spokane, Washington, I think. Brad, you're on the, well, we lost Brad. Brad may be gone. All right, well, how about Wayne is in Salt Lake City. Wayne, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, this is Steve. I just wanted to offer up the way that I stay cool is by helping someone else stay cool. Yeah. So if there's someone in the Salt Lake area on AM820 or online for uh, Truth Network, I'll be willing to, if you want to get them in touch with me, someone in need, I'll help them cool down today for free. We'll recharge their AC and get it going on the way. That is awesome. And Kim, you got their, his email address, your contact information. He's going to put you back on hold and get that so we can make sure we take advantage okay. of that, Wayne. God bless you. Thank you. That's God awesome. God bless you. Thanks. All right. All right, we have Nicole is in Mobile, Alabama. Nicole, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? Good morning. How you doing? I am awesome. That's good. Um, I was um sitting down and I was gonna call because I heard a whole bunch of different noise, but you asked for a specific noise when a car does that noise, it sounds like a firework, which is backfires. Oh, (laughs) Nicole, this is really an interesting situation. I really love that you called this morning. Yes, sir. Because you're listening to our 4th of July show. Yes, sir. And that's being in Mobile, Alabama, being played right now. Well, here in Winston-Salem and other places that carry the show live, our noise today has been on an air conditioning system, but you're exactly right. So I'm so glad that you called in. What do you? What station do you listen to in Mobile? Um, I listen to 540 AM. Well, thank you for listening to 540 AM, and thank you. You are exactly right. That firecracker noise was a backfire. It was an old Model A4. Did you ever hear one of those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I just heard it. <laughs> you're exactly right. God bless you. Thank you, Nicole. God bless you, too. Thank you. That's kind of interesting that some folks are listening to the pre-recorded show at the exact same time you may be listening to it live. And so we got Brad back in Raleigh. He has got the um, 
the compressor issue. Brad, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I actually live in uh, Spokane, and I'm helping my brother move to Wilmington, North Carolina. But uh, my question was, when I when I use the uh, selector on my uh, on my dash, is the compressor always running, or when I put it in the midway range, does it uh, turn the compressor on and off? I guess more for a fuel mileage standpoint. Right. I, I I'm taking it that your control doesn't have a separate compressor button uh that's well I, it does i have the uh the where the air comes out but i also have the the hot cold button or the switch you know okay uh, so the way that that works if the air compressor button is not on it doesn't matter where you have the heat and control lever on it the air conditioner compressor doesn't come on with the exception in most cars if you put the car under frost the air compressor comes on because the air compressor helps dry out the air so it does a better job of defrosting. But in normal use, if you slide it all the way over to cold and you just turn the fan on, no, the compressor doesn't come on unless you push the compressor button. Gotcha. And so all that does, it's really cool. There's a little <laughs> sort of a, 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 a wing that, that takes the air and it either sends it across the air conditioning condenser or it Yes, condenser, or it sends it across the heater core. So even one of the things that people don't realize, you can turn your air conditioning compressor on and and begin to move that over to hot and you will dry out. You'll have warm, dry air because the the air conditioning will dry out the air, but it'll also be warm if you're, if you're moving that thing towards the, the red. So you're heating the air after you're cooling it, but it's also dry air. And so it has all those different effects of what you're doing. Gotcha. Okay, thanks. And on your uh, on your bad smell in the car from the air conditioner, um, I I got stuff from O'Reilly and uh, it's called I think like Ozium or something like that. Mm-hmm. It gets rid of pet odors and all sorts of stuff. It's really great. You're not supposed to breathe it, but um, I mean that that definitely helps get that nasty milk. Yeah, they 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 sell a lot of products because it is a common problem and nobody likes that smell in their car, but. You know, my wife, in spite of the fact that I've, you could imagine you're the wife of the Christian car guy. And I don't know how many times I told her I get in her car and it's been left on maximum air conditioner for a week. And I'm like, honey, did, don't you know, if you don't turn that thing off occasionally that your your car end up smelling like this. And really after two or three days of, of me driving it and, and using fresh air, it, it's back to being clean again. Cause it's just a natural way to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things that we do. Well, thank you, Brad. I appreciate you calling in. God bless you. Hey, thank you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. So, you may have a question, comment, or something for us. By all means, you call us. 866-348-7884. We're definitely going to beat the heat. But I also promise, what are five tips in finding a good, use, uh, cheap, used car? And I love to buy good, cheap, used cars. In fact, I help sometimes single moms widows families in crisis buy good cheap used cars I've certainly helped my children and fortunately for me i've been driving old red for so long i haven't had to find one for myself but the first tip you may be shocked is prayer and we got four more tips on how to find a good cheap used car and we got our appraisal by the real black book what eats away at the heart of grace all coming up plus we would love to hear from you 866 866- 348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Thank you.
is Amazing Grace from Stu Epperson's Last Word of Jesus CD, which of course we gave away for those who named that noise earlier today. That CD, by the way, is a precious thing, and that's a precious song, and we're going to get to what it eats away at the heart of grace here shortly, but first I want to uh, uh, finish up on those five tips to finding a good, cheap Used car, you know, the beaters, the stuff of legend like old red, you know, how do you find a car like that? Well, my first tip, as I mentioned right before the break, is prayer. And you might be saying, really, Robbie, prayer? Well, I have to share this story. One time I um, got a call from a friend of mine that when I was back in the car business and they said, my son is looking for a used car and he wants it to be a Jeep Cherokee, which was the square body Cherokee back in the late 90s. But this was like in 2004, so there weren't many of them left anymore. And he said, I wants to be a Jeep Cherokee. He wants it to be a two-door. Now, if you're looking at Jeep Cherokees, you'd probably find 1,500 four-doors before you found one two-door. But then, on top of it being a two-door, he wanted it to be a straight drive and a manual transmission, in other words. (laughs) (laughs) Really? He wants a straight drive, two-door chair, and I'm supposed to find this car for him, right? And he said, oh, and by the way... It needs to be red. <laughs> and so I'm listening to this laundry list of stuff. And I said, well, Pete, you know, uh, the first and most important thing he needs to do if he's that specific on what he wants is he needs to be praying. He goes, oh, Robbie, he's been praying for over a month. He knows that that car's coming for him. I said, a red two-door Cherokee straight drive. He said, yeah, that's what it has to be. No exceptions. That's what it has to be. I said, okay, well. You know, if I come across such a car, believe me, I'll contact you immediately. Well, would you believe that that very car, a two-door, straight drive, Cherokee shows up that day at Westside Chrysler Dodge Jeep that people wanted to trade it in, and I bet you could guess what color it was. Yes, (laughs) it was red, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, my friend's son still has that Jeep Cherokee. So when I say that prayer is the number one thing that you should do if, is to ask God to get in on this because he can, I mean, that, 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 for a car person, that's a miracle when you see something like that. It just was one of those things. Um, so prayer is so, so critical as we talked about the Jesus labor love. The second tip is the early bird catches the deal. Nowadays on Craigslist, you know, people are hitting those cars all the time and, and, you can actually get apps on your phone, whatever, to make sure that something that you're looking for, you are the first one to call on it. And when that car shows up that's twelve, thirteen, fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars, there's a bunch of people out there looking. So you need to be the very first person. You need to be the very first person to show up um, when you see a car out there like what you're looking for, because the person that finds it first is the one that gets it. And again, with the technology that's out there today, you know, this stuff happens at you fast. So. The early bird catches the deal. There's no doubt. Tip number three, 
cash helps your offer register. <laughs> if you're going to buy a $1,200 car, there's nothing wrong with having $1,200 with you so that when you are negotiating, you say, here, I have this money right here. So, you know, money talks, especially when you got the cash and yet these people are selling this car and they need the cash for some reason. When you when they see it in your hand, all of a sudden they become much more negotiable on what you're doing. The next tip, number four, is pedigree over producer maintained over manufacturer. In other words, everybody's looking for a Honda or a Toyota. I understand. But really, how well that car was maintained, um, you know, who had the car, all those kind of things are way more important when you're talking about a $1,200 car than whether it's a Honda or a Toyota. At that point in time, everything about the car depends on how it was kept, you know, what, what kind of condition it is, really matters most by that kind of thing. And my last tip, number five, the test ride is how you drive home a bargain. I always, always, always recommend, even on these cars that you, older cars like this, that you have somebody that you can trust to check out the car. So you ask them, you know, you're there the first, so you get to drive the car. And then you ask them, can I go take the car and have it checked out? Now, if they tell you you can't go drive it and have it checked out, then I would be suspect already. I don't know that I buy it. But if you go take it, if it's a Nissan, you can take it to a Nissan store. If you take it, you know, a Honda to a Honda store. The reason I say that is that those people that look at that kind of car every single day of the week, they know what goes wrong with that particular model you know volvos you take it to the volvo store they know what to look for when it comes to that car and yes it'll probably cost you an hour checkout charge maybe a hundred dollars maybe 75 but it could probably be the best money that you could spend because after you find out what actually the car may need when you come back from the test drive you know you can take the offer that you make them say look you're asking eighteen hundred dollars for the car but according to this it needs a new tie rod end it's going to be three hundred dollars you know, would you take 1500 for it? Because that way I end up at 800, eight, the 1800 that you're talking about, that kind of thing. So by all means, have somebody check out the car that knows what they're doing. So you don't get into something that you shouldn't get into, but also that you can use that as negotiation leverage. Now that you have this cash again, we're going to use my father's adage, which I think is pure wisdom. He always said, you can't put too much money in a good car and you can't put too little money in a bad car. In other words, if it's exactly the car you want and you are wanting to spend $1,800, but this one's 2000, give me a break, go on and buy the car. <laughs> you can spend eight, 900, $1,000 on a transmission before you can turn around. So if it's two, $300, $400, whatever, you can't put too much money in a good car and you can't put too little money in a bad car. If you see the car is bad, there's something about the car that scares you. Don't buy it. Because you could put money after money, one thing starts to go wrong. When you listen to the Jesus labor love things, one thing starts to go wrong, another thing goes wrong, then another. That those things happen in chains. And so, you know, it's a critical part of, of what's going on there. So, I did want to get to our um, appraisal by the Real Black Book. As I mentioned, my mom passed away, and yes, next week I will have a tribute to my mom because we have lots of sound bites of her calling in and those kind of things. So you can be looking forward to that. I don't know how I'm going to get through it exactly, but I'm going to try. But I've been thinking a lot about grace this week, as my mother was one of the most graceful people I know. And grace to me is that quality that you know that you're somebody's favorite. And of course, I knew I was my mother's favorite. <laughs> but when you come across somebody that always, when you're in their presence, you feel like, wow, they're your favorite. That's a sense of what Jesus, what's going to feel like when you're around Jesus. Because he's full of grace and you're going to feel like you're his favorite because that's what grace means, favor. 
But what's eat, eats away at the heart of that? I read in two different things. I was reading True Faced by John Lynch, and I was also reading at the same time William Gurnall's Full Armor. And the way they both said that the enemy of grace, and by the way William Gurnall put it, was the thing that eats away at the heart of grace is pride. In fact, he said it's a worm that pride is a worm that eats away the stomach and the heart of the person of grace. And so he gave us some antibiotics for that. He said, there's a way to kill these worms. <laughs> and, and I thought I would share those with us because pride is a thing. When you think about, if you, it's hard to meet somebody who's full of pride and at the same time you feel like you're their favorite because you have a sense that they're their favorite. <laughs> you know, rather than you're their favorite. And that's what happens with pride. But if I'm suffering with pride, if I begin to meditate on the greatness of God, that eats away at some of those, kills some of those worms. If I meditate on what Adam was like before the fall, and even my own depravity, remember how Paul would talk about how he was before he came to Christ, that he was the worst, the lowest. Think about those things to help kill that, those worms that are in our stomachs, that destroy that grace. Because pride, our own pride, believe me, it does eat away at the heart of grace. You don't see grace and pride in the same time and the same place. Never will happen. Well, thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. I got some folks that didn't get on today. By all means, go to ChristianCarGuy.com and send me your questions. I would love for you to do that. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about this week? We begin to meditate on our own pride issues and God... You know, we can pray that God will take care of that, that we can You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Who needs five minutes of your time? When life gets busy, we try to keep up, often sacrificing time with family or friends. I'm Karen Mulder with today's Caring Wisdom. A woman watches a man and his son at the park. Every so often, the man checks in with his son. Todd, what do you think? Time to go? And each time, the boy pumps his legs on the swing and calls out, Just five more minutes, Dad. Okay. The woman says, You are certainly a patient father. The man says, My older son Tom was killed last year by a drunk driver, and I'd give anything to have five more minutes with him. I won't make the same mistake with Todd. His five minutes of swinging are five more minutes I get to enjoy him. Who needs five minutes of your time this week? Visit Karen's website, wisdomofthewounded.com, for additional resources on how to care well.